Good morning. It's February 9th, and this is your daily brief in U.S. News. Here's everything you need to know. Former President Donald Trump's legal team, led by Jonathan F. Mitchell, argued before the U.S. Supreme Court that the January 6, 2021 Capitol attack was a riot, not an insurrection. They contended that an insurrection implies an organized attempt to overthrow the government through violence, which they believe was not the case on January 6th. Furthermore, they stated that Trump did not partake in any act that could be deemed as insurrection. The Supreme Court deliberated on whether the 14th Amendment's provisions allow states like Colorado to exclude Trump from the ballot. This case marks the first instance the court will interpret this specific section of the 14th Amendment, with potential wide-reaching legal and political ramifications. The justices appeared skeptical about barring Trump from the 2024 election due to his alleged involvement in the Capitol riot, questioning the constitutional basis for such disqualification. The outcome of this case could not only affect Trump's eligibility in other states, but also set a significant precedent for future elections. Legal experts anticipate the court, which has handled numerous Trump-related cases in recent years, may lean towards siding with Trump. The decision is awaited with high interest, given its implications for the 2024 presidential election and the broader political landscape. The court is expected to expedite its ruling considering the upcoming presidential primaries. In a significant stride for environmental science, NASA and SpaceX have successfully launched the PACE, Plankton Aerosol Cloud Ocean Ecosystem, Earth-Observing Satellite. This event took place at Florida's Cape Canaveral Space Force Station at 1.33 a.m. Eastern. The mission of this satellite is to orbit Earth for three years, focusing on the study of phytoplankton, aerosolized particles, and how sunlight interacts with the atmosphere. A notable moment of the launch was the rocket's first stage producing a loud sonic boom as it returned to Earth, landing at Landing Zone 1 on the Cape. This launch is historically significant as it marks the first U.S. government mission to embark on a polar or sun-synchronous orbit from Florida since 1960. The journey to launch was not without its challenges. The PACE mission faced potential cancellation under the Trump administration, but was saved through the advocacy of groups pushing for continued study of Earth's climate. Equipped with the Ocean Color Instrument, OCI, the satellite will delve into the mysteries of phytoplankton and examine the changes in sunlight as it passes through Earth's atmosphere. Following a two-month commissioning period, the satellite will begin its vital scientific observations. This mission is poised to provide unprecedented insights into the dynamics of our oceans and atmosphere, contributing significantly to our understanding of global warming and climate change. For those interested in following the mission's progress, NASA has provided a link for real-time updates. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz is currently in the United States, aiming to secure further support for Ukraine amidst its ongoing conflict with Russia. Scholz's visit underscores a clear message to Russian President Vladimir Putin. The West remains steadfast in its support for Kiev. Germany's commitment includes plans to provide over 7 billion euros for Ukrainian military support, with contributions already made in the form of air defense systems, tanks, and armored personnel carriers. Additionally, the European Union has pledged a significant financial package for Ukraine's economy, totaling 50 billion euros. Chancellor Schultz is not only seeking to bolster U.S. support, but is also calling on other European nations to increase their military aid for Ukraine. 
he highlights the critical nature of sustained assistance from the U.S. and indicates that Germany might circumvent its borrowing limits to continue supporting Ukraine if necessary. This step would be considered if other countries reduce their aid or if the threat to Europe and Germany escalates. Meanwhile, in the United States, the Senate is deliberating over a substantial aid package for Ukraine, amounting to $95.34 billion, which includes $61 billion specifically for Ukraine. However, the bill's passage faces uncertainty in the House, with divisions among Republicans posing a significant challenge. Some members of the party, closely allied with former President Donald Trump, exhibit reluctance, particularly concerning the allocation of new funds for Ukraine. This internal disagreement has become a contentious issue between President Joe Biden and Trump, with Biden making an urgent appeal for the funds. The failure to pass this aid package would not only be a setback for Ukraine, but could also strain relations with European allies who have committed additional support. The situation is further complicated by the U.S.'s efforts to approve funds for Israel, with Biden insisting on tying it to aid for Ukraine, a condition opposed by some House Republicans. As the debate continues, the resolution of these aid packages hangs in the balance, requiring approval from both chambers of Congress. In a tragic event, five U.S. Marines from Marine Heavy Helicopter Squadron 361, part of the 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing, lost their lives in a CH-53E helicopter crash. The incident occurred during a training flight in Pine Valley, California. The helicopter was on its journey from Creech Air Force Base in Nevada to Marine Corps Air Station Miramar in San Diego when the tragedy struck. Following the crash, extensive search and rescue operations were launched to locate the downed aircraft and the Marines amidst challenging weather conditions. The recovery efforts for the remains of the Marines and the helicopter's equipment are currently underway. An investigation to determine the cause of the accident has been initiated. In the wake of this incident, President Joe Biden has extended his condolences to the families of the deceased Marines. He also expressed his gratitude towards the teams involved in the search and recovery efforts. This incident has cast a somber shadow over the military community, and the investigation is ongoing to uncover the details of this unfortunate event. Special Counsel Robert Hur has wrapped up a year-long investigation into President Joe Biden's handling of classified documents, a probe that delved into Biden's retention of sensitive records from his tenure as senator and vice president. The findings, now forwarded to the White House and Attorney General Merrick B. Garland, come without any recommendation for legal charges against Biden, despite critiquing his mishandling of these documents. In a move underscoring his commitment to transparency, President Biden has opted not to assert executive privilege over any part of the report, thereby not obstructing its review and potential public release. Furthermore, Biden has refrained from requesting any redactions, although the Justice Department retains the option to redact classified information before making the report public. This development arrives as both Biden and former President Donald Trump, who has similarly faced scrutiny over document handling, are signaling their intentions to run for re-election. Attorney General Garland has pledged to make as much of the report available to the public as possible after the White House concludes its review. This unfolding story continues to draw attention with updates anticipated. This has been your Daily Brief in U.S. News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at 
www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. We'll be back Monday with everything you need to know.